Welcome back to another episode, another installment, if you will, of the Career Podcasters. Here as always, Matt. Yes. Back again, Alex. What's been going on, man? Tonight I'm going to be a little selfish. Tonight I think I'm going to be a little selfish. I think this is going to be Matt's therapy time on on the mic. I like that. So we'll see. We'll we'll see where it goes. That's what's been happening. I've been having some wild thoughts, as uh, our description says. I've been having some wild thoughts lately, influenced by some wild thinkers, and I don't know. I just like get in these states, right, where I start thinking about existence a lot obviously we did our first episode on death i'm not going to talk about death tonight at all that's not what's been on my mind that's on my mind frequently but do you what's funny Hmm. this is like a very side piece but most people if they knew us personally they would go matt's probably the funny one and alex is the more serious one (laughs) whenever i'm talking it's a funny episode whenever you talk it's a serious ass one because i got a lot of shit on my mind man and I, i think that's great I do like to poke fun at it. Um, yeah, you treat it with humor, of course. Sometimes, yeah. And yeah. I would say situationally, yeah, I like being the funny guy. But like when I'm talking, there's something about yeah. like the way my verbiage comes out that yeah. I like it to be a little more No, it's like, just, I just useful. think it's funny because it, people would probably take that off first rip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, yeah, especially, the, the I, especially those that know us. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I will also say, if I'm acting any slower, droggy, I just got vaccinated today. Woo! baby uh, i got the first shot of pfizer so the doom breaker yeah the doom breaker <laughs> for <laughs> those who great. know um <laughs> but yeah so if i'm out of out of it at all i'll be chugging water and shit i feel pretty good Some headaches and nothing crazy um so nice heads up uh for those of you who don't think you should get vaccinated go get do vaccinated it. i have you an autoimmune CVS, disease man. yeah i have autoimmune disease like it's risky for me to even get vaccinated if i got it you should get it so fucking do it um but actually maybe don't i don't know do whatever you want anyway anyway my sidebar go ahead welcome back to another episode of the career podcasters one two three go so basically what i've been thinking lately right is that we have this gift of observing life, right? From the human conscious, from the human perceptive mm-hmm. perception. I'm listening. Yeah. Basically, sometimes when I analyze what life has become, not just in the 21st century, I mean, just how humans have evolved. I mean, over the last, the two last like 200, 300 years have been the most significant in terms of like drastic changes in recent times, considering all of history. It's exponential. So, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, in more recent times, it has been. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I agree. The exponential growth that we've seen in recent times has been... We've revved up. And we can observe that. And sometimes I just sit there and think, like, are we going... Are we doing this right? Right? So, like, the... the I'm an inherently lazy person. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be an analyzation of myself. Everything I'm about to say on this episode is coming from my perception. Probably very little I'm going to consider outside perceptions. Because I'm take. going... Yeah, because these are thoughts that I have about myself and my place in the world. I think that's what I've been thinking about a lot lately is is myself and in this journey uh, through what we know as existence, what we were born into, and what it means, maybe what it doesn't mean, maybe it doesn't mean anything. I'm not sure about that. But I've been thinking a lot lately about what we're doing like the mm-hmm. a lot <laughs> a lot of this that sounds like a crazy statement but just think about it i just want to say i'll be laughing a lot at these it's not because i think it's funny it it's is just, funny 
no, it's just stuff that I don't think about at all. Really? So, well, we'll find out, I guess. But okay. um, it's just funny to me learning how someone else's brain works. You're like, wow, my brain would never do that. That's funny. That's kind of why gotcha. I, I chuckle. No, Go and ahead. that's lit. Please continue yeah. chuckling. I also like, because I know my brain is a little abnormal. Like, I do know that. Like, everyone's not, is. It's everyone's is. to be unique. But to an extent in today's society where it's like I, so I'll, Sometimes I feel like a piece of shit, right? Sometimes I feel like a complete piece of shit of a human being sure. because I know I'm naturally lazy and it's okay. I, I get there. I why, do things to combat it sometimes. First thing. Yeah. Why are you naturally lazy? How do you know that? Why do you think that? I've been told that. So you... I could ahead. get to the, what the definition of laziness is, but like for me, right? Like I don't want to be the type of person grinding, making two jobs like as my side hustle to fuel what I want to love to do, um, like to fuel something like my writing, right? I wouldn't... And I know you have to do that and it's productive to do that. I'm not saying that like I want to be a jobless bum who just like waits for a big break or anything like that because there's plenty of people like but that. But yeah, you do. But yes, I do. <laughs> but I yes, I do. we all do a little bit. A little bit. And I've always kind of been that way. Like with school, I know I was inherently lazy. Like I saw it through my childhood too. Like but I inherently lazy in that system sure and with that we could go in about that but i'm talking about what i was born into and what the best way to you know uh -huh. utilize this shit is and i do wonder if because of the sentence that i just said if like i'm like tricked into like thinking that this is what i need to do you know go to mm -hmm. school pursue a job make sure you're really secure you know devote yourself to that job work hard be a hard worker work 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 grind success you know all that stuff what generally is defined as success i won't go into that success is i guess perceptive I, but. so i guess what you're saying more so is you are you believe you are naturally lazy when speaking of these stereotypical means of success slash hard work yes okay um i want to start just by saying i think it's not a great way to define yourself. I wouldn't say that's actually accurate at all. I don't think you're very lazy. Okay. Um, just because you were told that or because when you went to school, you were told that mm -hmm. when you were a kid doesn't mean who you are now and has no influence on like how you're productive now because we're not, we don't go to school anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think um, generally speaking, you should maybe try to drop that stigma because I wouldn't say that's accurate. But I appreciate ahead. that. I, I, I know will, what you I mean. I will though. work towards I know what that. You mean. I, I, and I appreciate hearing that. But also I yeah. think a step further is oftentimes sometimes I feel like a piece of shit because I know I'm not applying right. So maybe I'm not lazy in the general sense, but could it be considered true laziness if like I know it's lazy for me if I know certain actions that I'm doing, even if I'm getting a certain amount of shit done that like maybe I'm just in, it's ingrained in me to like take care of certain things and necessities and work also work towards goals and not let goals slip as well. But sure. like I know that I'm not using my days and maybe my capabilities, maybe some realized, maybe some unrealized to their fullest, you know, extent. That sounds, that sounds like a hard worker to me. Because <laughs> you do all these things every day and you want to do more hmm. is what you're telling me. It's the opposite. Since what? When did you start working at in and out 16. Right? So since then, you've always had a job, a well-paying job. You've 17. always worked. 17. Sure. And always gone to school, graduated college in four years. And you're like, I'm not getting the most out of my day. Sounds like someone who does a lot by the standard means and wants to do more. But now explain to me what you mean. Though. So 
the standard means depress me sometimes. And I use depress as a verb, not as a noun, not as depression, not yeah. as an adjective to describe it. Like the, as a verb, the yeah. system depresses me in certain ways. I actually got that terminology from from a favorite author of mine. I'm going to quote him a couple times coming up here on this kind of rant therapy conversation that I've convinced you to have with me tonight. Thank you, sure. friend. Just had a lot. Of, I've been thinking Let's about this shit it. a lot. And he basically has this book called Factotum. Charles Bukowski, for those who got it off of Factotum, good shit, <laughs> um, where he describes this guy, right, who's just kind of drifting around job to job. And it's an interesting book. It's a slow read because it's just a guy describing his days, like, and his feelings towards these jobs, these meaningless, dead end, sometimes career oriented, sometimes not, like people make careers out of it. Also, it takes place in, you know, a couple decades ago. He basically described that the job he was working depressed him. Like they they demean him and they depress him, right? The the narrator of the story's yeah. reactions to these jobs. And it's like like a verb, right? So like, you can feel something sucking the life out of you, almost like the energy, right? Would you would you relate it to like a, a drug that is a depressant? You know what I mean? Like drugs that literally <laughs> I'd be hesitant to. I would be I would be hesitant to relate it to that. Okay. Cause Yes, in a way, I think uh, drug depressants maybe slow down the mind more, and that's why it's like it's a depressant. Not always. No, maybe not always. I guess they're yeah. all different, but I, I think I get what you're saying. The verb depressing, like to not, depress me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things depress me, and I got that from from my author and book fact. Told them, I think, like I related a lot to the narrator and how he feels when he's working these different jobs. Just mm -hmm. what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Like, what am I doing? Like, you know, because I'm over analytical it's 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 crazy i do suffer from a certain degree of what i think someone call analysis paralysis but like <laughs> i've never heard that that's kind of cool it's 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 a philosophy term it's just like where you think about shit too much almost to the point of inaction like you're thinking yeah. about what's the point so far ahead where you're just like it's it's meaningless because you like can't get to a point almost all of philosophy to me but it, it, it is and that's why it's the butt end of a lot of jokes but like if I had like a community back in ancient Rome, those would be my guys. If I had my same personality that I have now, I wouldn't yeah. be the dudes building the fucking Colosseums or fighting in the Colosseums or uh, going off and, and inventing shit and doing mathematics. Although a lot of the philosophers were also doing that, but that probably wouldn't be me. I would just be like, yeah, what what is the purpose of... Because of, like sometimes, right, you, like uh, when I know this, you, you're like you said, your brain doesn't work this way. You're probably, you're calculated, right? You're like every action I take has a reaction and it makes sense for the most part. Uh, or no, I guess. I don't know. I don't really, um, think that deeply into it. I don't, okay. I don't really think about, yeah, I do. I don't know why, why we're here or stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liken it to the fact that I don't want to sound like mean by saying this, but that I just have other things to worry about. Mm hmm. Like, I don't have time to sit around and go, why am I here? What am I doing? Like, mm -hmm. is it meaningful? Not saying those things aren't important. Yeah. But just like, I have goals in my mind that yeah. I'm working to. And it's like, I know why I'm doing this. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I'm not, I don't go that deep. And I get it. Like, existentialism and stuff like that is, is very interesting to me. Yeah. And when I'm enjoying myself, it's stuff I like to read about and learn about. But it's not something I spend personal time thinking on. Okay. I guess. I guess I that's just I can't yeah, but like and that's know. the thing. I feel I feel like a lot of people are probably that way. A lot of people aren't. A lot of people are drawn to philosophy. I'm sure for different reasons too. Yeah. I, I will say it's a bit of a you have to have some free time 
to be honest. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had these thoughts on my own. Some of the thoughts that, like, I'm not saying all of them. I've definitely been introduced to stuff. I wasn't, uh, uh, your word, I wasn't a savant of philosophy at a yeah. fucking young age. No, but you but, thought about this as a kid, yeah. which is reasonable. But I guess what I'm saying is, as a kid, you have free time. Yes. When you become an adult and you're working all the time and you're just I trying to make ends meet, I know because you still have time to do it. Yeah. I mean, your brain isn't occupied by other things, which is fine. This is not something I'm saying your brain is use- uselessly occupied on. Yeah. But I'm just telling you that's why. Like, I don't feel that way because, I don't know, when I'm at work, my brain is occupied the whole time. Mm-hmm. I get off and then it's like, okay, I got to do this today. I got to do this today. I got to do this today. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I get to the end of the day, I want to do nothing but not think. I just want to turn it off, you know? Okay. Which maybe is a reason for the use of drugs and alcohol, but... <laughs> no, see, like that's I, I like I want to keep thinking, uh-huh. like I, like yeah. So maybe, so maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I it's just maybe different I do. approaches is all I'm saying. Yeah, because I don't have as much time as I did when I was a kid, obviously, to be thinking about all the time. But sometimes, even during tasks that I'm doing, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes the tasks it themselves, it pulls me out, and it's just like I start that get into that analysis paralysis, mm-hmm. analysis paralysis mode where I'm just like, what, what am I doing this for? This is for this, and is that really all that great? And this, and and that, mm-hmm. it takes me on a loop. So, I guess maybe you want to look for more meaningful work. Is that kind of what you're saying? I suppose so, but I don't know what that is because I have a cause that's I have the question because I have a lot of outlets too. But mm. and and here's the thing. Here's here's what I'm getting at. This is maybe why I'm an inherently lazy person because even things that I like and I sure. think would be meaningful work, the work that goes along with doing that, I'm always just like, Argh! like it. I know. Uh-huh. I know how thinking. this sounds as my from my perception. Go ahead. And that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna come. Everything's from just my perception. This is what you live, of course. No one can tell you it's not true or it's wrong. It just, well, no, it's just, it makes me kind of a piece of shit where I'm just like, there there should be easier ways to do things. A lot of the meaningful work even that I see, there's just so many hurdles and they're like, are you qualified here, here, and here? Like, I just kind of like, let me read you a quote. Let me read you a sure. quote that I think illustrates perfectly how my brain works. It's another Bukowski quote. He, like I said, he's... Uh, I, been reading some wild things and i've got another yeah, one the old man in the sea that i want to talk let's about do it. let's do it but this is what he says and i think it it describes me pretty well okay often the best parts of life were when you weren't doing anything at all just mulling it over chewing on it i mean say that you figure that everything is senseless then it can't be quite senseless because you are aware that it's senseless and your awareness of senselessness almost gives it sense you know what i mean an optimistic pessimism you're going to have to read that back. You're going to have to read that. Okay, go to the, the senses, senses, senses part or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Basically what he's saying. I just need the second half. Can I read it actually? I, yes. some, I, I'm, uh, I'm a reader, not a listener. Yes. So I'll read it again just as I go along. Often the best parts of life were when you weren't doing anything at all, just mulling it over, chewing on it. Get that part. I mean, say that you figure that everything is senseless. Then it can't be quite senseless because you are aware that it is senseless. So it can't be senseless because you know everything's senseless. Because you can analyze it. We have consciousness to be able to be like, huh, I can think about this. My thoughts can build on one another. Mm -hmm. So the rest of it is, and your awareness of senselessness almost gives it sense. This is not a word that's good for my dictation, but (laughs) you know what I mean? An optimistic pessimism. Optimistic pessimism, right? So the pessimism being... Is this, These thoughts building on one another are eventually going to lead to nihilism, being like, it's pointless, it's all meaningless, it's all pointless, huh. but you're enjoying the fact that you can just sit there and contemplate, 
your thought, like being a human, we have thoughts that can build on one another. And my brain, the way it works, like the way I best describe my brain to people, and it may not be the most accurate description, but basically like when I have one thought, right, there's about eight more avenues that open up from that one thought. And it's me really just kind of going through all of them. Like, and Mm. sometimes some of them don't lead anywhere. Sometimes some of the early ones will take me on a new tree where there's different thoughts to choose from to continue. And it just builds and builds and builds. And before I realize it, I haven't done three homework assignments Mm -hmm. or I haven't, I've, dude, I had it, I had it happen in times in school where I'm taking a test and I start thinking this way and just like 45 minutes gone. Of an hour and a half test. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, how much time went by? Like, it's yeah. analysis paralysis. Like, so, it's cra- It's taken me out of not, it didn't always happen in times like that. But, like, it, it has pulled me out of it. I know this is sometimes even, like, so maybe not as serious of a situation as, like, an exam. But, like, working the fries in and out. Like, I'd be, sure. like, you know, in my rhythm. And then, like, once I'd feel it. I'd lose track of what's going on with the business and be like, oh, I'm in my one rhythm for what's happening right now, business-wise. Mm-hmm. Now I got time to think about whatever I want to think about, which admittedly is mostly nonsense. Like like I said, it's just it's just this world of thoughts just constantly coming and going and kind of sometimes leading somewhere, so, sometimes not. Could you give me an example? Give me like a, a scenario. It doesn't have to be real or not. I got you. Like a, yeah. a way this would start. Yeah, so I'm... At the fry station at In and Out, right? Sure. Notice the business. There's a small line at the front in the inside the restaurant and a big line in the drive through. I immediately calculate my brain because like I'd worked there long enough where I'm like, okay, this many fries for like yeah, that many you know people. The rhythm and and flow. Consistent, right? I've assessed what damage I need to take care of at the restaurant at that given time, right? So I drop all my baskets and I get in the flow. All of a sudden I'm like man, this is a lot of potatoes. Like, you know, I worked with those kids in India. It's kind of crazy. Like a lot of this food that like I see get wasted could probably be going elsewhere in the world. But then how would I do that? Who, who would I go to there? I guess I could go that route. That sounds like it's a lot of work and would be shitty. Um, hmm, maybe there's a way around some of those obstacles. <sighs> I think I get maybe the idea. Not. I don't know. I think that Maybe I can maybe contact somebody that I know, but then like they don't even really work in food because school is also kind of a problem over there. But bringing oh, it back Jesus. to Jesus, yeah, it, dude, this like, sounds like torture. It's nuts, I <laughs> dude. I'm telling you, and and that's what I'm saying. It's boring to hear out loud because often they no, don't not, go it's not anywhere. Boring. It's just no. Yeah, it's it, it is for me too. It, it, it's just like it, I could see why it would be boring for someone else. Maybe it's not because no, maybe not a lot of people's brain work that way. But like. The problem is, is even when I find things that I like, right? Like I like to write, but when I sit down and write, like focusing on the tightly subjugated piece that I want to complete and have focus on and stuff mm-hmm. like that, will just kind of spark all these thoughts. I'll get like 10 minutes of writing done. And then I'm like, I'm thinking so much. I've, I've lost track. I need to, I need to recenter my brain. It is kind of miserable sometimes because it gets in the way of things that like I want to do. Like I, I even like, yes, it was bad for school. It was bad for certain systems and things like that, but it can be bad even for things that like I want to do. And it, it does in a weird sense make me lazy. Sometimes I think that goes back to like the root of the laziness is like it happens. Like I'll notice it just go by. And like, I'm, I'm cognitive of the fact that this happens to me frequently. It's happened to me my whole life. It literally has never changed yeah. ever. My ability to 
uh, retain focus on something. And yes, of course, it's diagnosed, it's ADD, but I'm just talking about my specific uh-huh. version of it. I can't even focus on shit that I like. So often my mind runs to places like that quote where I have this like optimistic pessimism, right? Because so many of my thoughts don't lead anywhere. My brain just immediately is like, oh, life is kind of pointless then. Like, you know, like all of these thoughts yeah. expand so far. That's, they just go so deep. It always ends at like, huh, there really is no point like to, to any of that. Like, So have you ever learned that lesson that has your brain ever go? Has it ever stopped you early and told you, I know where this ends up. Because to me, this doesn't sound like laziness. Yeah. It sounds like a waste of time. <laughs> yeah. In a yeah. in a numbers analytical sense. Yeah. It's not laziness. You're doing a lot of work in your brain. It's just useless work. Yeah. It's work always, for nothing. Always, always useless. Well, because it's nothing without action, which is the same criticism of philosophy. Is mm-hmm. It's all useless if there's no action. You yeah. can write a book about the perfect way to govern people and we could solve this but if there's no action it literally does not matter mm. now it's important to be a piece of the puzzle as well there are the thinkers and then there's the doers right mm-hmm. um, and the hunger thing was an extreme one sometimes it's even more useless than I even like it. world problems i believe it. It sometimes can, it's just an article of clothing and it's like oh that exactly. guy wears that i've seen this guy wear that Man, I wonder that's if that neat. means they shop at the same place. <laughs> oh, maybe I could shop there. <laughs> it's, pretty, the it's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. That's pretty good for someone whose brain doesn't well, work that way. I've had those same thoughts, but I've now I know and I go, dude, fuck, it's pointless. Yeah. And I don't waste my time. Yeah. When I can waste my time, I do. Today, after I got my vaccine, I'm walking around the store. I'm thinking that shit. Gotcha. I'm walking around looking at people. I'm like, hmm, you need shampoo. I wonder why I need shampoo. Like, yeah, I'm just yeah, digging yeah. around. I'm I'm allowed to waste time right now. Gotcha. That's my 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 goal at the moment is waste time, right? Because I had to wait the 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not laziness though. I wouldn't. I would never say that's laziness. I guess I got mistaken a lot for laziness when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, that's because your goals were elsewhere. If you were doing the same thought process yeah. on things that you needed to get done, it wouldn't be useless. Yeah. When you have these thoughts. Do you write them down ever? Do you? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes. But that's what I'm saying. Often, like even when I have like a really good one, right? Because not not all these are bad. Some of them yeah. go like, some of them build on each other in a really cohesive way. And I'm like, oh shit, uh-huh. I'm onto something. So I have some pieces of writing on my laptop that like are started uh, and, and kind of in length, but nowhere near getting done. Nowhere, nowhere close to done. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how you turn that corner. Yeah. It's really hard. It's kind of the most important part because Super it's important. all for nothing if there's no action right yeah you can sit there's no and conclusion you can think and talk about it i would say that's what kind of this is this this you talking on this platform is that same thing mm-hmm. and then you know maybe i'll put together it into action essentially by posting it or whatever yeah i don't know it's really tough i wouldn't say those things are completely useless because they are important but you have to realize they will become useless unless you do anything with them. Yeah. You know? Totally. So if you if you think that's being lazy, the trick to not be lazy is to actually do something about the thoughts you have. Mm-hmm. So let's say the India one, for example. Mm-hmm. If then afterwards you go and you help start a school in India or whatever, then that's like a positive outcome from your thoughts, mm-hmm. right? But it sounds like very rarely do you actually act on it. Yeah. Or maybe extent, have the sure. opportunity to act on it. It's no, that's I, I get more at that I very rarely do I act on it. It's it's yeah. a personal thing. I don't think 
that's where like me personally, I would be like, I'd be using that as an excuse if I were to say other reasons or the reason I'm not doing something like for again, for me personally, because like I know that if it's maybe something, maybe something like building a school in India. Yeah. In India, there's a couple obstacles right now that are a bit out of my control at this given moment. And I could take steps in my life to get there. But something like writing, like that's all me. I have I have the entire and I know that I have the capability of honing in on that focal point of whatever piece of writing it is and concluding it and and yeah. making a good conclusion. It's just like I just go too deep. And even when I can I notice it when I talk to people sometimes, man. There was this poor <laughs> super nice woman that I met that I accidentally just talked her ear off for absolutely no, went on dude Vin, <laughs> yeah Vinny got a whole glimpse of it we're looking at houses right our roommate Vinny by the way yeah we're looking at houses and she is the representative of the owner and she's oh, his daughter no and she's showing us the house and she's like oh man like it's it's great like you know we're having a good conversation taking us around the yeah. house we're really invested in it it comes out that I had worked for a brief time at the San Francisco public defender's office. Here we go. And she's like, Oh, I'm a public defender. She's like, so what's your plan with that? And uh, I was like, cause I told her I did the internship and I was like, maybe looking at being an investigator and things like that. And decided to go on the whole spiel of my entire thought process about like, well, I was originally going to maybe do law school. And then I immediately start thinking, it's like, Oh, she works as a public defender. Maybe I'll know her one day in like the job field. So I'm like, but like, the LSAT scores were really bad and then I didn't want that to sound bad. So I was just like, oh, next like backup plan and stuff like that. So I was like, let me just keep going and like give you all just like the, the ideas that I had just and deeper just and deeper and deeper. I probably talked for about like four and a half minutes. <laughs> and it's not that bad. In Some the way like I, in the way I was talking, she reacted really nicely to it. She was like, wow, he's a man with a plan. Cause like, I just went through like every option that I was looking at right there. Like it was just, it wasn't conversation. It was just words just coming out of my head. (laughs) You did the overshare. Yeah. That's the typical thing. I overshare sometimes too. I do it often though. I think I do it more often because these thoughts, like one thought will just spark the next and I don't consider how the other person's reacting to what I'm saying. I'm only considering how my thoughts are coming out of my own head and sounding to me. Yeah, I guess that could be taken as a little selfish, I guess, by some yeah, listeners. Yeah, I actually don't mind that. I kind of like when people do that because I like, I think I like listening more than talking sometimes mm. or like prompting. Obviously, like both, like like you'll see in the podcast, sometimes it's me doing this and sometimes it's Matt. Um, sometimes it's pretty both equally. Yeah, of course. It's interesting. I just think, okay, so the biggest thing here is why don't they turn to action? That's the missing link, right? Yeah. Why why don't you ever do anything about it? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Like I'm I'm wondering when I'm going to find the thing that either sparks the action fully completely. No, no, no. There's nothing sp- just randomly sparks the action. You cuz I have the so action. many yeah, cuz I have so many interests already. Like I have things that I'm truly yeah. vestedly interested in. Okay. So why vestedly, don't you vestedly? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Why why don't you do it? So this is my thing. Right now it's a waste of time because they're not doing anything about it. If you mm-hmm. were to do something about it, it's immediately not a waste of time. Yeah. Even if it's a small thing like looking for a piece of clothes. If you find the piece of clothing and then yeah. you buy it, no longer useless. I see what you mean. So you're even saying like the, the minute thoughts that could be have like some potential. If you just do something sure. with it, then it's not a waste of your brain work. There are some things where you should nip it in the butt right away. 
yeah stupid stuff of course right but those can be fun to think about sure but the ones that are like bigger issues that you actually think are important you should actually act on it because then you won't have these same yeah but sometimes it sometimes it happens the most with ones so so it does happen with minute things but i guess the the true the big rabbit rabbit holes they're big problems and that's when i get the most those are the problems that depress me the most because it's just like i get uh depress again as a verb depress me the most because i just get like overly thoughtful about them like there are practical yeah there are practical solutions that your brain would probably go to but on the fly mine never go to when i'm thinking about it like mine always go to the like how, how am i thinking outside the box and not it's not intentfully thinking outside the box but a lot of people in my life told me it's like yeah you approach things like you're thoughtful about it you're really thoughtful but it's like too outside the scope of what you're doing and i can even see even sometimes see that with with the pod and things like that like my ideas go outside the scope of what i'm doing you skip steps all the time that's what you're doing and yeah i think my brain is i guess constantly seeking you're like we gotta do this and we gotta do this and we gotta do this it's like yo we haven't even fucking started yes yeah that's yep that's fine but you need to lay out the steps right let's say your goal Give me, give me like one issue that's kind of one that comes up a lot. Just any of them. You could, we could use the India one if you want. You'll say build a school in India. Do you want to do that? Sure. We could, or we could do the environment. That one comes up frequently in my head. Sure. So what is that? Just the end result is save the world, right? <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I guess so. That's fine. So end result is save the world. So you're here. Where do you start? What's the first step you do if you want to save the fucking world? Take some individual steps to better yourself. Yeah, sure. That doesn't mean anything. Tell me something concrete. <laughs> Take, make goals. Uh, no, give yeah. me the goals. Okay, okay. Um, I think that's the thing is you think too. You don't think anything concrete at all. There needs to be a balance. Mm. You're all just saying like, we'll just fix this and do this. It's like no. How? What are the steps? My head is very abstract. Yeah, you need to have something put in place. So what I would suggest to you is write out these things. And then you can read it back later and write in the concrete part next to it. Mm. So let's say save the environment. This is how I would take it at least. Not saying this is the way to do it, but this is how I would take it. I wouldn't get that far is my thing. My my goals would be more short-sighted, but maybe more practical. Mm-hmm. It would be, okay, I want to save the environment. I should educate myself. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what you're saying, better yourself. Yeah. I'm going to go to college and study environmental science. Step one. After I graduate... I'm going to get a job at a lab that studies, I don't know, monocropping or GMOs or something, right? Whatever you find the most interesting, probably whatever opportunity comes. You work for a gas company and you could be working on renewable fuel, right? Whatever it is that interests you the most, uh, making solar panels. A great example is me and you and our other friend Jack all very cared much about the environment in high school. And I think we all wanted to study it. You were kind of more environmental law. Jack wanted to do build solar panel engineering wind energy. And I was more on the business side of creating sustainable businesses and changing mm-hmm. their practices. Three different ways to go about it. All fair, all equally viable. It's actually, a, there's a ton of concrete options to do these things. Yeah. It's just picking one. I yeah. think you might just get lost in the options. Yeah. And I think that's why I describe my thoughts the way that I do. Cause my thought is always, it's never like, it's never pinpointed. No. So it's very rarely it has been in my life before there. Uh, yeah. It's not like I have never been able to sit down and do work of, of any course. sort. Yeah, yeah. I've been able, I've, I've obviously done okay, 
but like like I said, it's just like I know there's more. I know I know there's more. But I think you just have to really understand that like you can't skip steps. If you want to save the environment, let's say you go ahead and get educated, right? Mm-hmm. You get your degree, you get your job in the field. Then you work at the company for whatever, five years, move mm-hmm. your way up in the company, become a major player. Now you start lobbying in DC. You can get laws made and things passed. And now, wow, I'm actually affecting the environment. Mm, now I got a now work. I got a job in the new the new president got elected. He wants to be part of the cabinet. I'm in charge of fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Now I'm talking at the UN. Now I'm doing a speech. Now I'm doing a TED talk. Like you have to go step by step by step. And like mm-hmm. we just got pretty far. Like I skipped some minor steps for the sake of podcast, right? But you have to go that way. You can't just immediately go. Oh, then the whole environment is oh, it's too much. I give up because like everything has a solution. Mm-hmm. You just keep acting like, ah, oh, nothing matters. Who cares? It's like, that's, that's okay to do that. But I don't think that's really true. Like at all. I, I, I agree. And, and some things. Yeah. And disagree. Cause I, I, again, back, I, with that optimistic pessimism in mind, like I really like, it's not that I necessarily try and be a dick with, ah, oh, well, it all means nothing. So it doesn't matter. I still think it matters. I still think mm-hmm. this existence is like kind of like, you just what think you're useless it. or what? No, I mean, that's kind of what it feels like. I'm not going to lie. Is I that just think, think a lot of the road, I, I think a lot of like the ways that we've been doing things are just wrong. And I don't want to abide by the way that they've been done. So don't. What, what's stopping you from not? That's, There's yeah. so many trailblazers and people. Is I that think, just scary then? Is that just you're a scary scared. thought? You're just scared to do it. That's <laughs> what it is. I mean, so many people have yeah. thought that. And some people, so many people don't do what they want to do because they're scared of failing. Mm-hmm. And they're scared that they're not going to do it, right? Yeah. If you are determined to do something and you dedicate your life to it, you will do it or at least do some of it, mm-hmm. right? The people who... The real failure is the people who think about it their whole lives and never fucking do it. Yeah. They go, man, I want to start a band. And they're too scared to ask people to start the band. And mm. then it never gets together. Ah, now I'm too old. Like, ah, can I really go back and get guitar lessons now? It's kind of too late. Yeah. Uh, and then you realize there's that guy. And then there's a guy at 60 who is like, fuck it. I've always wanted to do it. I'm going to do it. And starts a band. He has a shitty band, but he gets to play with his friends and Mm -hmm. they do the local 4th of July concert. And have lots of fun. And have fun. And they play to 30 people and have a great time. And like, who did more? The guy who The guy's doing it. That's what I'm saying. The guy's just doing it. Yes. Yeah. It's literally starting. Yeah. For example, this podcast. There's a ton of people who want to do podcasts, right? Yeah. And they're scared that people are going to view it and be like, oh, they're going to make fun of me or... It's going to be a waste of my time or whatever. Yeah. I would rather do it and not live with the regret. Yeah. At least then not shot. Then give it at all. With this, right? This podcast could never take off ever. Yeah. And it will never be a regret. Yeah. So uh-huh. why That's not cu- do it? That's good to hear. Of course. Let's go, man. What's Let's the go. Fucking, my, yeah. The thing is like the whole point is doing something. Yeah. What would have been a bigger regret is never doing it. And one day when I'm 30 and... All these people have massive podcasts and TV shows. And I go, man, oh, I man, I could have done that. could have been there. Yeah. But I didn't even try. Yeah. I'm a fucking pussy. Sorry. Yeah. But like, what? <laughs> like, come on. That's what I'm saying is you need to have action. Yeah. Because without the action, you're just as bad as someone who's not even thinking about it. What's yeah. the difference between you and the guy who's not even thinking about it? Mm. In the physical results, there's no different. Now, you don't even have to do physical results. I guess the argument for the philosopher is they write about it and share that with the world 
so the action people, the doers, can take it, consume it, and then act, right? Mm. That's the idea. Okay. Um, let's think about the Communist Manifesto, right? Mm. He mm. wasn't the leader of any nation. Or who fucking wrote the bitch? Karl Marx. Right? Exactly. But then it was taken by Lenin as, you know, to use in the Soviet Union. Yes, it didn't work out, obviously, but that's a perfect example. He wasn't the guy. He wasn't going to revolutionize the world by himself and yeah. become the new leader of the free world or whatever. But he planted the seed and passed the torch and the next guy took it and improved on it and worked, right? Yeah. He didn't he didn't do any action except put it out there. Mm -hmm. But then he educated someone else who was like, "I will do the action." Yeah. So it's okay if you don't want to do the action, mm -hmm. but then you need to give it to someone to do the work, to make it happen, right? You're not, not everyone's meant to be the 360 all around, you know, like one business and one person. Yeah. Right? You should have a group of people to work with who do these things for you and with you. Because mm. maybe you're not adept at turning it into action and building the game plan and putting the steps in place, but you mm -hmm. have the right ideas and you have the passion for it, but you just need someone to like lay it out. Which is something more so that I would do, which is how we got this started. Yeah. Right? The layout, and, and that's the thing, like, so I, I guess that's what goes back to me feeling, I guess, sometimes uh, like a piece of shit. Because I don't, maybe it is, and and, and I, I would want you to be as real with me as possible on this. Because, like, sometimes, like, the layout just seems impossible for me to grasp. You know what I mean? Like, it seems Im it, it, is it not because like and, and that's why like it's recommended that i get medicated for this stuff because then it makes the plan easier to grasp but i also don't like that that's a separate thing yeah um i will say if you did get medicated there will be downsides but also upsides that would solve that problem yeah a hundred percent yeah and that's like a big thing yeah and it doesn't but it doesn't mean that that's the only solution like yeah. i said you can have people with you who balance your out when you put mm -hmm. the two brains together it's okay if you're all like this because the other person's here, right? So, mm -hmm. like, it doesn't mean you have to necessarily change your brain. It just means you have to work with other brains yeah. to find that right medium. I think it's just being scared and, like, not... You don't... You're thinking about all this stuff. Why don't you take the time to think, how do I actually do it? Everything seems hard. Yeah. Everything seems hard. Yeah. Right? And a lot of the shit that we do is stuff that we're told isn't hard. It's from our perspective. So, we grew up where it was... I don't want to say assumed, but known that we will go to college and graduate college. I, would you say that's accurate? Yes. To me, I had that, but I also had as well that, well, your mom didn't do it. Your dad didn't do it. Your sister couldn't do it. Like, this is a hard thing to do. Mm. So my outlook on it was different a little bit. I still felt like it was something that, of course, I was going to do mm -hmm. based on my friends and the school I went to and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But... Going to college and graduating four years is a hard thing for a lot of fucking people. Mm -hmm. And to you, obviously, there was hard parts, but it wasn't that hard, right? No. There's hard... Some of these concepts you're thinking of yeah. are easier than that, probably. Yeah. But because your mentality was, oh, this is easy. This is what I'm supposed to do. I have to get it done. You just did it. Yeah. The, for the people who have the mentality that, like, this is so hard. If you don't get it don't worry no one's gonna get mad at you no one else could do it right like mm -hmm. no one in your family graduated from college and you can't do it well you're not worse than them you're just like them mm -hmm. because the, the, you need to set the bar for yourself mm -hmm. right if you do find something you're passionate about let's take let's take the podcast for example let's get a I'm little i felt super passionate about this let's get meta right yeah if i hadn't done it with you would have you have done it by yourself <laughs> 
things. Right. But why that's not? Why, that's why I thank you every day. Cause <laughs> like it, it, it helps. Why not? Because I would have doubted my, my ability to lay out an, an accurate plan, a, a plan that could actually make something real happen. See, that's doubt. That's low self-esteem. That's yeah. being scared. Cause there's zero reason why you couldn't do it. Yeah. If the podcaster of all podcasters is Joe Rogan, yeah. who is a self-proclaimed monkey, even though I he's obviously a really smart guy. Yeah. If he could figure it out, who was just a comedian and was like, let me make this pivot. Let me try this. Let me figure yeah. it out. And it took him 10 years to get the show looking better than a yeah. webcam. Why the fuck can't you, a college-educated guy, do it? If you're looking by the culture standards of smartness you are smarter than him well no and that's i i don't like that that's it that's something that i hate like that's something that i get into analysis paralysis a lot is like why the fuck does that have to define what like you can do in this world that's my point bothers me with kids too man but that's my whole point you're setting yourself to those same standards the ones that you just complained about hating you're telling yourself oh people think i'm dumb people think i'm lazy so i can't do it you're putting those on yourself and you just said how stupid they were. You're like, I hate that shit. But it's the same reason why you but think, I think that way. I think it all the time. Yeah. Oh, because fuck, we are conditioned dude. and we grew up, unfortunately, where teachers and peers said mean and hurtful things yeah. to make people, you believe things about yourself. If someone tells you something about you, yeah. you believe it, whether it's true or not. Right. Yeah. And that's awful. That's fucks up a lot of kids, it fucks up adults all the time. Mm hmm. It's very hard to just be confident in yourself and what you're doing. I'm acting here like I know the fucking secret. I don't either. But I know that's what it is and it's something I work towards yeah. as well. But that's what I'm saying. You just complained about all these standards of what success is and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If you hate it so much, then why are you listening to it? It's because yeah. it's ingrained into us. But yeah, I could tell you right now, starting a podcast, it is work. There's some work. But it's really not that hard. Yeah. It's really not. It's kind of fun. It's, it's fun. a lot of fun. And I I'm, I've been having a lot of fun. I don't know if you for example, you asked me how I do the editing and yeah. stuff like that. Like, how did you figure it out? I literally just Google search what I need to do. Yeah. And then it tells me and yeah. then I do it. And then I remember it. Sometimes I forget it and I Google search it again. It's all just like, how do you uh, compress the audio? How do I compress the audio? Yeah. Okay, I do this and I do this. Yeah. But you, I go step by and step. That's the thing. I've always known it's super easy like that. It's just yeah. when I start doing it, I guess the mundaneness sometimes. It's tedious. It's yeah. Work. It's, it's work. It's working through. It's working through tediousness. You want to skip steps. You can't skip steps. I think yeah. that's. I would say you're Is that the one. root of ADD. Is that like? I wouldn't jumping say... wanting to jump over steps. No, we're, we're not doctors. I'm someone who, yeah. who who deals with this, and I'm asking his his opinion. I mean, my whole family has ADD yeah. except me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's like the case. Yeah. I would say that's actually closer to laziness. Laziness is wanting to skip steps mm. because it's easier to skip mm-hmm. steps. It's like, oh, I wish I could just do this right now. I wish I could just snap. Yeah. Boom, it's done. See, so sometimes it is. Uh, sometimes I have a piece of shit. Sometimes I do think Everyone that Everyone is lazy. It's a the yeah. seven deadly sins it's sloth you know what I yeah. mean? it's ingrained into everyone in some facet but it's just forcing yourself to do it and it's very tedious like yeah right i just said a couple of those things when editing it literally starts with what is the best editing software yeah what's the best free editing software it's like step by step that tiny then you get the software how do i put audio in oh my audio didn't work what kind of mm. file do i need you like know- it's so I think tedious, I, I, but it's what you have to do. I think I did. These are all things that I've known, but I did get a revelation from you. So that makes mm. okay. So 
you have to do it. But so part, so it's kind of like a mix with me almost. It's it's that combination of doubt and laziness. It's almost like I know for sure I'm certainly lazy with things that I don't want to do and definitely want to just like. Real quickly though, that's standard. Everyone feels that way. Yeah. I think everyone wishes that it could be done faster and quicker yeah. and easier. So yeah. that's not like a weird thing. Yeah. That's something everyone struggles with. So that's standard. That's okay. What's the other part? Some, and then the other part would be doubt would be doubt uh, and self-doubt thinking and you a can't lot do it. and a lot of self-doubt yeah so maybe yeah. not uh and maybe i because uh, i've been i mean again um have i done as much as you on on terms of a lot of this stuff no but i i, I think that you could do it yeah no and what i'm saying is is like i found with this and sometimes with writing like i don't want to skip the steps i do want to put in the work uh-huh. but then that's where the ADD comes into play. And then my thoughts just start running wild. So there are like sure. three kind of forces at play almost in my head constantly, I guess. Laziness, I doubt, and rapid thoughts. <laughs> I, I would say maybe lack of interest mm. in some things. Okay. Because like like you said, this might not interest you, so you don't want to do it. Yeah. I think this will help you. This will help me. Mm-hmm. I don't find editing audio or video very interesting. Fun. Yeah, you don't. Not, not at all. Yeah. The end goal, putting out a production is pleasurable that's mm. the dub right that's fuck yeah we made a podcast we put it out mm-hmm. obviously the process is not going to be fun yeah so you have to keep that end goal in mind it'll all be worth it i, I edit i get flustered i give up i take a break i mm-hmm. come back but when i get it together it's like fuck yeah that's like we just won the game right yeah if it's a competitive thing it's like you're playing against the computer and then you fucking win and yeah. you beat it and you go fuck you i conquered you yeah i did it and my mom um, showed me a great article too that like kind of like affirmed that a lot of the things that I went through as a kid are just like mm-hmm. normal for what they classify as ADD. But even you just said some of the way I describe it. So that's also where I wonder like, do I even like not claiming I, I, I have it. I know ADD exists and I know you see it in your family. I know it's a thing, but do more people have it? It's a, it's a spectrum like everything. So is yes. there a point of labeling it that way or should we change certain things of how maybe early development happens that like... A couple things with this. With learning disabilities, no expert, but literally every single member of my family has a learning yeah. disability. And that's exactly it. It's a spectrum. Yeah. The reason why you get labeled it is simply for the fact of diagnosis so you can get medication and specific care for it, right? Yeah. For example, I got tested if I was dyslexic when I was a kid because my yeah. dad is. So is my brother. I just passed. Uh-huh. Like barely, right? So they're like, oh, you're not dyslexic. You're fine. Go on. I'd be a regular kid. So that's my mindset. I didn't even get told that I was very close till I got older. Yeah. My brother, on the other hand, is very dyslexic. Yeah. And was told that. And so his life was built around that. Mm-hmm. If I had just put a couple wrong answers on the fucking test or whatever it is, I don't remember. I was pretty young then I would have had a whole different outlook on life yeah. for sure. So I think it's dangerous to label kids that young. I think it's important to get a good diagnosis for the parents so they understand how their kid learns and how to treat them like that. But it's not good to label a kid as you're in the B group, you're special, you go here. That's actually one thing I thought our school did pretty well because there could be someone who's born, who's on the spectrum of some sort, has a learning disability, and they get separated from the rest of the group. Like they're different and they need this. It's like, no, they can still do the same things just through different ways. Mm. So I do think the label probably had an effect on you. Mm. You for sure have ADD. Like for <laughs> sure. <laughs> like no question about it. 
when we were younger, I used to literally know the days you didn't take your meds or not. I could tell you. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll never forget just pal. like being in the car and just being like, yo, Matt, what'd you have for lunch? And you just like look, look out the window and you're like, man, that cloud is really sick. And I'm just like, all right, cool. The cloud. Yeah. The clouds are cool. We're talking about clouds now. I'm like, fuck it. Like whatever. Like, <laughs> and then I go, you take your meds today. Oh, fuck. You're right. I got to take them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that was standard practice. Dude, but like that's also not a bad there's pros and cons to it now my like tangent thoughts are like more like articulate You're not like that at all anymore like, really very rarely i think hmm. you do it sometimes but not more than anyone else who has fun ideas yeah you know what i mean and that's the thing i'm just attracted to these wild thoughts of of this like ability to just sit there do nothing and be like damn i exist fool like i think that's what i think that's what uh bukowski was getting at yeah and like Sometimes I do appreciate that aspect of life too. That's almost like, you know, like, and, and it's again, cool. it's just, it's wild thinking. It's just like, I guess what he complained the most about in fact, totem that also has just been getting to me lately is like anything that becomes a job. It's just like, I guess starts to define you in a certain way. And is it, it, you got to find one that you love, I guess. Right. To, to make it. No, no? I, I, I don't believe that, but it's all, what brings you happiness yeah what brings you to your goal mm. and if that means working a job you hate like i said that's part of the steps you can't yeah. skip steps i don't like editing audio i like dropping podcasts yeah it's part of it editing doesn't defy me the end result defies me i right? see yeah 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 it's a million things it could be even stuff that's considered fun right like a like a musician yeah i was listening to a group earlier salem they're famous for not they hate performing. Yeah. But it's something they have to do to make money and get fans and survive. It's part of the overall process that yeah. they hate, but it's part of the thing they love. I don't believe that like that just defines everything. Now, if you have no other goals and your your plan is just to work in and out yeah. until you're 60 and then that's it, then yeah, that's that's depressing, I would imagine. Sometimes not. Because they get paid well, like you know, if you work your way up in management, sure. and you like how the business operates and stuff like so that. I'm saying, if like, you hate it, sorry, yeah. I should have qualified. If you hate that job, yeah, and you just start saying "fuck it," I'm gonna just do that. Of course, that's depressing. Yeah, I don't see you as someone who would ever get stuck in that cycle, and you kind of need to stop focusing on it because you're not gonna get stuck on that. You already know that. Yeah. If if you were someone who yeah. had worked at Dave and Buster's for ten years already, mm -hmm. had done nothing with their life, had no goals. I would say go check out his book. I would give you that. <laughs> You're yeah. not that person. Yeah. You have never been. I don't think you ever will be. Mm -hmm. If you are, someone would remind you. But what if we could collectively as a society just every now and then have periods of time where it's like, all right, let's just all sit back and think about what's going on. I mean, we kind of had that with COVID, but it was in a really scary time. So I think the thoughts really went fucking haywire. Here's the but thing. <laughs> you got time to think, but a lot of people didn't get time to that's think during COVID. Oh, that's true. It's the yeah. very sad part about It's kind of what I said in the beginning is people don't have time to do this. Yeah. It's a luxury that we can sit and think and think about philosophy and what do I want to do with my life? Yeah. We're blessed to be able it's to do that. a super luxury, yeah. I think that's part of, we talked about this on an earlier pod. I don't even know if we put that one out. I have a bit of me that's not like that. There's part of me that is very, you have to make money. You have to support your family. You have to, you have to do these things. And those goals for better or worse, help me avoid sitting and thinking there's other things to worry about. You know, mm. I'll worry about that after I get these goals done. Yeah. I'm not worried about like, what will my life mean in the end? Cause I still got to get money, 
you know, help my parents retire, stuff like that. Yeah. That's more pressing. And that's not even, that's kind of a pressure I put on myself a little bit mixed Mm -hmm. with from my family. But other people, it's more pressing that where it's like, I got to eat today. Yeah. I can't think about what I meant to be on this earth. I have two kids and a dad who left, you know? Mm -hmm. So it is great that we can think about these things. And I'm not saying don't. Just don't get too caught up in it. Yeah. I think it helps you have some perspective when you go like, it's not all about that. There's no... Yeah. If you want to go with the whole nothing matters, sure. There is no meaning to life. Um, so why don't you just make it as best as possible and do that's what you usually, like? So that's you. I I do hold that belief. That's why I liked Bukowski's optimistic uh-huh. pessimism because I'm always sure, like, I well, like that too. if the end result doesn't matter, I can make this experience for myself and hopefully other people along the way yeah. as dope as possible. Great. That's kind of how I in the first episode my take on death is similar to that, oh, yeah. where it's like, that's interesting. If that's... you can't control it then it's all the same. If nothing matters, everything matters. Or either or. And I just apply it to a take on life. Yeah. Interesting. But that's the whole thing is that like, if he just told you nothing matters, why the fuck are you still thinking about it? Like, nothing matters. Move on. That's probably maybe more what he was getting at. I think, yeah, I think part of the wormhole of along his journey, maybe it maybe took him a long time to get there. True. True. But I think that's part of the wormhole of philosophy is that you get sucked in like this and, the people who write philosophy and stuff get paid for it. Is that And I you, think it does have some practical application of at course, certain points. Of course. I think it's taking it, internalizing it, using it for something, but not dwelling on it too much. The fact that you just keep going is like, but fuck, nothing matters. It's like, yes, nothing matters. Okay. What does that mean? What does that mean what I gotta do? Mm-hmm. So let's go with that theory. Cause I kind of feel like that too. I do think it's important you can have an impact on the world and stuff like that is cool. Yeah. But I'm also a big believer that you should just like enjoy your own life and yeah. make those around it as best as possible. And not to find yourself by any standards other than your own. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a pretty, I feel like a common sentiment now. Unfortunately, it's not shown that way in kids growing up, but yeah, it's up to you what you want your life to be. There's people who we might think, man, that guy had a shitty life, but maybe he thought he had the best life. And so fuck us, dude, who cares? And there yeah. might be a guy who we think had the sickest life. Man, that guy was a rock star. He had all this money and he's miserable. Yeah. So it's very clear that if it's nothing matters like that, it's just internal, right? So mm-hmm. whatever matters to you, whatever makes you happy, do that, right? Yeah. If you truly, those are your only goals, right? For me, I will get to that after I do whatever. And then I can get to, I'll just do the things that make me happy and fuck everything else, right? Yeah. But within that, it doesn't mean you can skip steps that are not so happy. Hmm. Maybe you have to work the job you don't like. Maybe you have to do this part of the business that you hate. Right? Everyone, no one lives and does only things they love 24-7. Very rare. And if they do, it's because their parents are rich. <laughs> True. It's plain and simple. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have to have that balance, I think. Yeah. It, it's obviously super tough. But I would just say don't dwell on it that much. Okay. It's important to think of, obviously. Yeah. No, and I just like, I didn't want to get into this rabbit hole. I'll just kind of like close with it. I think also 
what comes to, comes to mind always i'm always like kind of questioning systems too and just being like you know like why the fuck do we do it this way like i think that's what i started with like yeah you ever sit back and just think like why like that happens to me just so much like g- g- give me one I- i'm down to go down this a little bit i don't know what you mean do it very briefly we'll do it very briefly no, like it's, uh it's let's say you want to make uh changes in like the education system sure right there are so many like problem areas in terms uh-huh. of like barriers because mm-hmm. bad things have happened i i th- i'm not saying that there's no reason that they're here but like just certain things like let's say you have a certain group of like kids failing out right like i think it should just be like i i'm fairly certain from personal experience that in most schools around the country there's no funding for people to specifically just like focus on them and just help them through life in school right like just like do that we need any more specific what kind of kids are you talking about one's probably at risk of like at risk use maybe may failing out maybe not like you know having high self-esteem like me because anymore. they're put in the school system right so maybe like a kid like me who was maybe put in the school system mm-hmm. um and then, of course, maybe has things on top of it, like that I didn't personally sure, have, bad home like life, bad home life, et cetera, money. et cetera. Yeah. And Bully, just continue to like care less and think that they're, okay. you know, get into these like states of mind where it's like, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, I can't uh-huh. do anything like that. You want funding for those kids to get more specific treatment to help them get Yeah, instead of just like being means. like, well, I don't know Good what's luck. what's going on with them. Okay. Yeah. That seems pretty pointed, pretty reasonable. Yeah. What's the issue with that? I don't know. I guess it's just maybe I, like a lack of funding to have it be a fully... No, no, no. What's the issue with you fixing it? Why can't you fix that? Oh, again, I feel like because there would be so many things to address, I guess. So that I would probably scared. need to look into more. So you're scared you couldn't do it, huh? Yeah, I think so. Why, do, why don't you think you can't do it? You can literally do anything. Because I wasn't apt for the school environment. How am I going to navigate like the, the nuances of That's the, the educational field? That's the reason you're field? perfect for it. To me, yeah. you know exactly what's wrong. You lived it. Yeah. Who else would be better to fix the problem than the person who went through the problem yeah. and personally was affected by it? I would have a harder time fixing it. Yeah. Because school was not that way for me. Yeah. So how would I know how to fix it? Yeah. You have the fucking blueprint. I just think it all comes back to the mind. You have to hold the mindset for better or worse that you can do anything you want to. And I know that's very hard to think, but people have this thought that like some people are just like born special and they can do this and meant to do this and I can do this. I don't really subscribe to that idea. Yeah. Though I actually think it's kind of true. It's, it doesn't really make sense, but it helps me process. I think there are special people. Only Elon Musk could have been Elon Musk, right? Yeah. And only, I don't know. Who, Serena Williams could be Serena Williams. Sure. Uh, only Miles Davis could have been Miles Davis. I don't even know what those. Because the thing is, like, you would never know unless you tried. And there's probably, mm. for example, like, let's say LeBron James, right? Yeah. We're like, well, you weren't born with those genetics. You're not 6'8", huge, ripped, right? right? But there's tons of, there's, he's not the only person in the world like that. Yeah. And there's definitely people like him who fell through the cracks, kind of like you're talking about. Yeah. It's not just the one thing you're born with this gift. It's everything. And mm. very if you look at the end of it, Serena Williams, what percentage of her success is because she was born with it? Yeah. It's very minimal, realistically. It gives her that little bit of edge over the rest of the competition. Mm. But the difference from her and the 20th ranked tennis player is probably just that little bit. And the 20th ranked tennis player is having a great time. 
being that person. So it's more just like you have to hone in on what exactly it is you want to see changed and then actually take the steps to do it and not worry about every other problem at the same time. It's not worrying about every other problem at the same time. You can, well, I think worrying for the most part without action is useless. I guess worrying was the wrong word there. Yeah. Well, I guess it does lead to worry with me often. Yes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not worrying about that. It's worrying about the problem you can action at hand. Mm. So if you want to fix school, that's your broad thing. Yeah. It's step by step. And it's useless to think about fix school. You can keep it in the back of your head. You said the same thing with government too. Like if you want to fix government, you could do it. You got to work a campaign, run for mayor, run for governor, run for... People think they just can't do things. Yeah. And you can literally... It's And we live in America where it is harder for some people than others, of course. But but you can do anything you want. You can pretty much do anything you want. It's hard. It's very hard for some people. And you and I are in positions where it's not that hard for us. Mm -hmm. You know, white dudes with a decent upbringing, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah. You could like do everything. I saw a really funny comedy bit and I was like, Oh, you should steal this. It's a joke. (laughs) We don't like stealing bits. She walks up and she's like, I tell people I'm a comedian and someone told me that I was brave for being a female comic. And it's like, no, I think it was more brave dropping out of college you know, white girl, like upper class family dropping out of college, like worst case, like I would still be just as rich as I am now. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> cause there's literally no risk for her. Right. Yeah. And obviously we're not that. Yeah. And we're not at the bottom either. Yeah. Like you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah. You could just decide right now. I want to do this and just and do people it. do do it every day. Every and that's day. what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, but even more people don't. And really? which would you rather be? How many people yeah. you think never got to live their dreams? Yeah. And sometimes it's because, hey, I had a kid young. Like, you know, and then they have to sacrifice their dreams. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe they wanted this. It doesn't mean they have to give up those dreams and maybe they have new dreams. Your priorities and everything changed now and you have to give up. Now you can't. You could still do everything. I think you could still have a kid young and still do it all if you really wanted to. You see those scenarios and there's no difference between you and that person. Like, there's literally no difference. If you want to become the CEO of a big business, you could do it. Mm-hmm. There's no reason why you couldn't. And I think because of how you came up, you have this mentality that that's not the case. Yeah. That I can't do anything. I can only do these things because I'm bad at these things. Mm. It's like, no. Like, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. A great one. My mom is really good about it because my brother's dyslexic. And she's like, you know, some of the greatest inventors in history, like uh, Thomas Edison was like dyslexic, I think. Mm. It's like, yeah, that's what made him special. Like the weird, the the off-brand things, the things that make it harder for you to go through school and make you special or different is actually what makes you succeed. People mm. who focus in on their differences have the most success because gotcha. that's what makes you stand out. You don't have to do that. You don't have to stand in on those things, but... It's more of a blessing than anything. You might be worse at certain things, but that means you can do better at these things. It doesn't mean you can't do the bad things as well. Mm-hmm. Regardless if you believe it or not, you need to keep the mindset of like, I can do anything I want. Nothing is out of your realm. And especially because of where we live and who we are and what we look like and you know our family and everything. It's very true that you can literally do anything you want. So let's, you want to do the school one. Uh, I that was the first example that came out the top of my head. I'm sure, sure if I actually wanted to hone in on like a big issue that like uh, maybe I could impact like a large group of people on a certain way, 
I, I would either do, yeah, education abroad. I would want to focus on um, basic education in like either India, because um, that's a place that like I've, I've been to and seen. Sure. Or environmental issues. Those okay. two are like my two big things. So literally what you just have to do is pick one and reverse engineer it and you just go back. And right. maybe reforming education in the United States too. <laughs> sure. You can do all those things. Yeah. You just have to go step by step. Step by, by step. step. I mean, to me personally, I have a lot of goals like that mm-hmm. as well, but I know the way I would go about it. And my first step is make money and mm-hmm. then I can put that money towards what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Right. It's an easier way to process it for me where it goes right now just make money. And then I edit it because I go, ah, actually one of my goals right now would be to start a podcast separate of making money. Mm-hmm. If I can do both at the same time, great. If not, not a problem either. I'll just do the podcast as well. And I add things to my plate. Some people, podcasting is their full-time job. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with having a full-time job and still doing this. Yeah. But some people be like, oh, that's too hard or I can't do it or like, well, yeah. and I just think that's, I know it kind of sounds mean, but I just think it's being scared and being, it's not their fault either. It's because of how they were raised and what people have been told that you mm-hmm. can't do this. You can't, you're not good enough, you know? Mm. And I was like that for a very long time as well until I finally got good at something and realized like, oh, I can do this. You know, mm-hmm. I think it takes one thing for someone to really build confidence in that they had no chance of doing and then they did it and then they go, okay, like I'm, mm-hmm. I can do it. See, and I, people like me, this is, this is why I call it this night. People like me sometimes need, and it's, you're not the first person to tell me these things in my life, but sometimes I just need that like person saying it to me because like uh, i don't know because man. you didn't have that all the time before yeah of course and my thoughts don't always go there like my thoughts yeah. go elsewhere it's crazy how the brain works man and course, it's just like it's different and yeah i guess you just need to hear the outside perspective and my main takeaway i think what i've gotten to i love I, I love having these talks with you man i know we we like doing funny episodes too and stuff like that but yeah. i do love having these talks because i always take something that like i already knew and then apply it in a different way so like yeah. tonight for me that was when I first saw the Twilight Zone episode, Eye of the Beholder, the whole thing is beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and that's a common phrase, Explain I think. It yeah. For the viewer. Basically, Andy. there's what? What? <laughs> Go ahead. Basically, I think the phrase beauty is in the eye of the beholder, especially in the Twilight Zone episode, was actually being talking about physical beauty, right? Sure. I'm pretty sure that's always what the phrase has applied to. Mm-hmm. But what I took from that tonight is that beauty is in the eye of the beholder and that applies very much so to life and yeah yeah the beauty of one's life is in the eye of the one living yes especially if you're in this whole belief of like nothing matters right some people live for god yeah so maybe there's which works for them if it works if it works for you but that means there's a certain standards and goals that god has given you that you need to meet Mm -hmm. i need to not sin i need to not do this yeah to be successful in life right yeah we're just creating our own and that's just as fine as well, I think. And some people need more guidelines and some people need the 10 commandments to guide them. And I think they do take you a certain amount of the way, but once you kind of get over that, you can create your own goals and set the things that will make you personally happy. And that's the next level to unlock. But I think the biggest thing is just like, it's that. Yeah. And then just knowing that you can do it. And I would say if there is our rec for this episode for this week i think it would be be confident in yourself as much as you can be i it's yep. easier said than done but that you truly can do anything you want and if you try it you will soon find that that's true it could be small 
could be big. But if there's one thing that's been plaguing you forever that you've wanted to do, I we've thought about doing this podcast for years, really. And it took us this long to fucking do it. And I would never say that I regret it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have regretted if we'd never done it. Imagine yeah. we never did this. And 20 years later when we get old. We'd and, be like, fuck. Right? <laughs> we'd be pissed. And I feel that way that yeah. we didn't do it three years ago. I you do too. I mean? Yeah, I do. I do too. And yeah. it's, it's better late than never. Yeah. For sure. And so I would say that's the big thing. If you have one thing, just start. Mm. I don't care if it's good. Our Our video sucks right now, right? Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. All you early <laughs> listeners, you guys are great. Yeah. And maybe we'll blow the fuck up. Maybe we won't, but it doesn't matter because we fucking did it. And honestly, so like, we proved I just that gained we something do it. from this tonight, too. Yeah. Like, there's so many pluses along the way, too. That's what I'm saying. There's only lessons to be gained yeah. from trying something and doing something. Yeah. And if nothing comes from it, it will literally just be confidence that, yeah. like, hey, we picked a random fucking thing that we had zero experience in, yeah. no previous advantage. We weren't born podcasters, that we may be career podcasters. We're for sure going to be some career <laughs> podcasters, bro. But that's what I'm saying. We just picked something and we yeah. put our mind to it and we did it. Yeah. And we're not done. We're still doing it. But that process will continue to be rewarding. It will only build confidence and it will help you in other aspects of your life. So yeah. take one thing you've always wanted to do, give it a try and just start. I don't care if it sucks. Just start and slowly you'll get there if you have the time to. If you don't, you know, keep grinding, maybe keep make working, some time and then hopefully make some time if you can try it, especially if you're yeah. young, the earlier, the better. But if you are old, don't think it's over. Don't think it's not possible. Never, never, yeah. never is. Great one is the guy from KFC. Colonel Sanders was literally owned a fucking three bed B and B till he was like 65. And then one day someone like had his wife's chicken. Oh, that was pretty good. And he's like, oh, I'll make a restaurant. Boom. Biggest Boom. chain in the world. People eat in KFC and Christmas in China. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's never too late. Just do it. Nike. Fuck Nike. <laughs> and my culture record of the week is, see what you think of Factotum. Charles Bukowski. See see, see uh, what you think. I want to see if any other like thoughts like mine get sparked from it. I'm not saying take it as gospel, but, you know. I haven't read the book. I, normally, we try to co-sign each other's wrecks. I'm not going to co-sign this wreck, actually. Um, yeah, because it leads to thoughts like the ones I was having today. I think it's important to read if you're in the right space for it, but yeah. it can lead to some useless thinking or some bad thoughts. I, I actually don't think yeah. it's positive for everyone to read. True. To be honest, that's my take. Not saying it's... I still it, recommend it. It would help a lot of people, but it could also hurt yeah. a lot of people, to yeah. be honest. Um, yeah. So just know what you're getting into. And if you it's, are going to go down the philosophy yeah. rabbit hole, please get every aspect. Don't read one book and be like, this is how I live my life now. It's literally just one random guy telling you how to live your life and only you know how to do that. So I'd say read a lot, pick the best stuff, whatever. Wise Figure words out. from a wise man, as yeah. always. Fuck philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> and with kidding. that, man, man, peace.